bitches. What's up? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Hot for Justice. I'm Jessica. And I'm Jamie. And we are um, coming at you live uh, from my house. And um, is, is it live? We've got, <laughs> yeah, kind of. Well, it's live for us anyway. <laughs> With a lot of dog furry friends. So if you hear like that, probably you're going to hear. A little jingle jangle. Because <laughs> <laughs> when we have the door closed, they all start barking yeah. they're mutinying against me so <laughs> so the, it was easier just a little bit <laughs> it was <laughs> and if you don't like it well um that you can sucks. you can piss off <laughs> yeah i mean if you don't like dogs then i don't really like you so <laughs> just kidding <laughs> damn <know>. shots fired <laughs> <laughs> i know lots of people who don't like dogs but seriously they you know they're just good, such so good for the soul i know see Jax is living his best life right now he is He's just getting tummy rubs. Yes. As, a, as I'm talking. I mean, honestly, like if I could get belly rubs while I was, just, you know. Right. It's it's really just the dream. <laughs> Except maybe back rubs instead of belly rubs. Yeah, it's me. a little more awkward. Yeah. And yours is very sore right now, so probably yeah. not the best. I don't like people touching me. <laughs> <laughs> I know for your baby shower, for, for y'all that don't know, she was like, I made her like this like welcome sign for her. Yeah. And then she's like, can you make a second one that says like don't fucking touch me <laughs> please because it does it hurts like I well on my baby shower you know I was hurting all day like yeah all you were struggling that. so it's and then I feel bad because people ask and I'm like okay um but it, it does hurt so it was just easier to have a sign uh yeah <laughs> you know but yeah like I'm anti-people touching me for the most part anyways it's uncomfortable when people yeah. touch I for me personally I can go on a whole tangent about this now that I'm pregnant. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't understand. I've never been a type of person who's been like, let me touch your belly. Because right, it's, it's so it's weird. weird because it's still your belly. Yes, there's a baby in there, but no, you more than likely aren't going to feel her move. Right. So you're just touching me. Like, <laughs> can we not? <laughs> well, I mean, it's different when it's like family, like my mom or like, you know, like we have some family like really close family friends mm-hmm. that are going to be like the grand you know grandmas things like that like it's it's it is different but like just in general yeah well, no, i mean please. like the thing that i think bugs me the most is like strangers because like you yeah. see it all the time like it's not just something you see in like tv or like movies and stuff but it's like fucking complete strangers like like oh let me fucking touch you yeah i haven't had that happen to oh me, thank like, god probably because i look so unfriendly when i'm out because i'm constantly tired and like got some solid rbf going yeah, on yeah don't touch me <laughs> like look but um i've heard of like other people talking about how that's happened to yeah. them and they're just like no don't touch it, like, i could never imagine just like going up to someone and being like oh let me touch your belly well yeah it's like would you do it to someone that wasn't pregnant no right uh-uh <laughs> No. <laughs> so piss off. Yeah. Suck a toe. Suck a toe. Yeah, for real though. And yeah, people who go in without asking too. Like, please ask me. I'm gonna say no. But um. But like, ask, I at least appreciate the like, request. Yeah. So. As opposed to just this like hand coming at me. Yeah. Well, and really though, like when people touch me, it's like Emerson knows, so she stops moving. And oh, that's so I'm funny. Like, You're really not gonna feel her move if that's your intention. <laughs> Also, my dog's chasing her tail. So if you hear a big a thunk, it's probably her head hitting the wall because she, she's not the brightest bulb in the box. God bless her. And I feel like with each head bump, it just gets slightly worse. She's so cute, though. It's it's worth it. It's fine. It is. Oh my God. Anyways, I wish y'all could see this. I know. Like. It's, maybe I'll record it and put it on our Instagram so you y'all have reference. But um, 
Anyways, yeah, it's well, your turn. While you're recording your dog, um, <laughs> I will uh, start with my case for the week. Yes. So um, I'm going to go ahead and give a quick shout out to uh, Jackson. He sent me this. Jackson, MVP. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was like, yeah, if you want to make my life easy, you can just like send me shit because <laughs> I'm fucking lazy. Says the bitch that like takes shit right off of Wikipedia <laughs> and right <laughs> off of Reddit <laughs> oh my on an almost weekly basis. <laughs> hey, no shame. I mean, you know, I got you going on. We have full-time jobs in addition to this. We don't get paid for this. And we give credit where credits due. We do. Um, And also, if someone would like to start paying us to do this, that'd be great. Um, Just, just, you know, throwing that out there. Help, we're poor. (laughs) And uh, Jessica is with child. (laughs) I'm double poor. Um, And we want our dogs and children to have the best life. I mean, our husbands are cool, too. Yeah. But they're cool. Yeah. They don't need much, though. No. 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 So, um... Yeah, anyway, so Jackson sent me this, and he's like, oh my god, this is fucking bananas. And then I was doing a deep dive into it, and I was like, yo, did you know X, Y, and Z? And he's like, uh, no. And then, <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking bananas. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm here for it. Okay, so, um, and this actually took place in the town that I live in. Ooh. Uh, in 1985. Hey, so, with it. very fucking close to home. Yeah. Literally, and... It has to do with the, another BART station, coincidentally. I know last week I referenced a BART station. Um, this is the BART station I literally went to every single day when I was commuting into San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So, like, this is just, it's yeah. an extra layer of weird for me. Yeah. Oh, I bet. It's familiar. It's yeah. Familiar. I was, like, reading this. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, I'll start kind of from the top. So, um, it's about this woman named Dorothy uh, Kaler. Not Taylor. Kaler. Kaler. Okay. Um, but she went by Dottie. Dotty. Dotty. Okay. I like said Dobby. Uh, like this is pre Harry Potter. So what? Yes. <laughs> Where do you think she got the name? Okay. <laughs> uh, so Dotty. So um, I'll probably go back and forth between Dorothy and Dotty. Okay. Just so Fair. you know. So she's married to this man named Jewel Kaler. Harlow is fucking on one right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so anyway, so she's married to this man named Jewel Kaler. Okay. Also, that's a name. Yeah. Jewel. J-U-L-E. Um, a he, man named Jewel. A man named Jewel. <laughs> I've never heard that either. No, usually it's like Jewel, like the singer. Yeah. But that's like heard J-E-W-E-L. That. Very 2000s. Very 2000s. <laughs> I wonder what, how she's doing. I know. Did she, like, is she around? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe I don't know. i Google. Let's do some Googling while I, right. while I talk. So he was an entomologist and an aerial photography specialist. Um, what, at the time, this was all going down. Um, he often worked out of town, often worked out of town for work-related reasons. So Dottie was left home alone in their residence in Concord, okay. pretty much all the time. She was also, I should say, very agoraphobic. Like she did not want to like leave the house. So like she literally was in the fucking house all the time. Okay. Like she just was petrified of the general public. That sucks. Um, and so another like kind of crazy thing about them is that. So they met, um, hold on, da, 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 da. so sorry. So they met in their early 70s um, and uh, at UC Berkeley, okay. I think, I believe he was attending school there at the time mm-hmm. and she ran into him and he actually gave her a fake name. He, uh, he said that his name was Jim Rupp and this was to cover up the fact that he was already married and had a kid. I think, I think her, his daughter was, like, five at the time. Shady. Yes. So, um, Dottie stayed with him, no matter, even though he uh, lied to her up front with his name. So, this is already red flag. <laughs> Just red, saying. Red flag central. Yes. 
Um, Dottie stayed with Jewel until he divorced his wife and then married her. Okay. So. Not a great basis for a marriage. Absolutely I'm not. i just come out and say it now. Mm-hmm. And then they moved to Concord. Okay. Um, the relationship was tumultuous at best. <laughs> Um, so again, she's very agoraphobic, prevented her from going out in public, and basically kept her confined inside the four walls of her house. Um, he worked for the United States Forest Service. Okay. Um, so and so he, that's why he had to, like, go on, like, week-long stints okay. at work. And while he was on these, like, week, two-week trips, he would cheat on her with other women. Yeah. Because he was, you know, a piece of shit. I could see that coming, though. Yeah. Um, Thanksgiving in 1981, there's actually a recorded incident of domestic violence after he hit Dottie in the face with a typing stand. So, like, something like a typewriter was on. Yeah. Um, That's kind of, that's pretty violent. He, like, swears up and down that he, she had come at him first with a pair of scissors and threatened to kill him, and that he hit her in self-defense. Charges were never filed. Okay. Mm -hmm. She um, eventually joined a support group called Women in Transition, Mm -hmm. um, because she finally was, like, over his abuse yeah and um it helped her overcome her fears and gain some self-confidence and independence um without him knowing she made new friends open open bank accounts like that were just hers rented a p.o box so she could get her own mail without him having to go through it mm-hmm. um she had a friend key she like keep like basically a like, safety deposit box like at their house that had a five thousand dollar cashier's check and documents containing accounts of you know all of her information yeah so that she could leave him like, she her. was getting ready to divorce him, basically. Yeah. Um, and also, like, she had documentation in that safety deposit box of, um, like, him being, um, I was going to say infidelitous, but that's not a fucking word. <laughs> no, it's not. All of his infidelities. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's a word. Yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, what, what was that one word? Discrepancies? <laughs> yeah, Jackson called us out on that one. And Audrey. <laughs> and Audrey. And Audrey also, to shout out for the bridge one. Um, so we were on this sidebar, uh, when we were on our way here for your, uh, bridal, bridal shower, baby shower, yeah. Jesus fucking Christ, um, <laughs> uh, me and Audrey came together and she was like, oh, is this the suspension bridge that you drove over, Jamie? <laughs> I was like, okay. I was like, uh, as a matter of fact, bitch, it is. <laughs> love you, Audrey. Uh, <laughs> yes, we do love you, Audrey. Shout out, number one fan. <sighs> yes. Um, so, da, 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 da. Oh, and then, so yeah, basically just all these accounts of his infidelities and abuse okay and so she's documenting her, her everything yeah she's she's being a smart ass bitch yeah. like honestly um good. like good on her yeah so back to my other note so sorry i lost everything so um he in 1985 he found that he was going to get a job transfer and he was going to be moving to salt lake city utah okay so um she had no interest in moving she was like this is the perfect opportunity let's get divorced and then we can have an arrangement like i'll just pay off your half of the house and i can keep living here and you can move move on to utah do your thing yeah like just cut it yeah so they agreed that was what they're gonna do okay um and so june 12th of 1985 she uh oh this is this is where things kind of get like hairy because this is all his accounts Uh so he says that he dropped dorothy off at the uh Plus, I, there's conflicting things if it's either the Pleasant Hill or the Concord Park Station. Okay. They're both very close to each other. Right. Like, on the line, it's like, if you're going towards San Francisco, it's like North Concord, Concord, Pleasant Hill, Walnut Creek. Okay. If you're familiar with the area, this makes sense to you. If you're yeah. not, I can, we'll, Look at maybe, the map. we'll maybe post the BART map. Okay. Yeah. Um, Fair. With this. Um, 
Again, I know way too goddamn much about the BART system, yeah. just because it was my everyday for the last, like, two years since the change. Commuting gets ya. Uh, yeah. So, um, he dropped her off. Again, some say Pleasant Hill, some say Concord. I've read conflicting things. Um, but in this account, they're saying they dropped her off at Pleasant Hill so that she could take a train trip out to see a friend. Okay. He didn't know which friend she was seeing, but also at this point, their relationship was already very strained. They were in the process of getting a divorce. So it's like none of this was this anyway. He kind of didn't give a shit. Yeah. He was just like, oh yeah, I just went to go see a friend. Um, so the next day, he left for, left work early and took uh, took Bart and then got off at Concord. Mm-hmm. He arrived um, at the parking lot around 1 p.m. He found her Volkswagen bug parked in the spot next to his car. Okay. And he was like, that's definitely Dottie's car. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, in the car... Uh, he saw her purse clean, containing all of her like ID cards, uh, personal effects, like her wallet, all that was in there. And that was, her purse was just sitting on the front seat. Red flag. Yeah. And he was like, what the shit? Um, so over the next few days, he left multiple notes on the windshield asking her to co- get in contact with him. And then uh, five days later, he finally reported her missing to the cops. Okay. But again, this is very yeah. sus. I mean, it usually is when you're going through a contentious divorce and, mm-hmm. you know. And you're already, you know, a sketchy motherfucker. Yeah. So, uh, he claims that he doesn't know where she was going on her trip or the name or contact information of the friend that she was allegedly going to visit. Again, that one's not as big to me because she didn't owe him shit to tell, right. tell him. She was just like, oh, I'm going to go see a friend. And he was like, okay, yeah, it's on my way to work. I'll drop you off. Yeah. Which is nice. Right. Um, like... I don't know if, like, even Zach would ask me that many questions. I was like, oh, I'm going to go to a friend's house. Yeah. Now Wes generally is like, okay, bye. Yeah. You like, know? when I'll be like, okay, I'm going to be back whenever yeah. I'm going to, I'm doing so-and-so. But, I mean, also, I feel like we would probably say, like, oh, we're going to Audrey's, or yeah. we're going to go do this. Or pretty specific. Right. I, I am, generally. Right. But, I mean, like, where but at. we're also not in the process of getting a divorce. So. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> we're both happily married. Yes. Um, so, and so apparently she had told him that she wasn't going to return until he had, had already completed moving to Utah, um, by June 24th. So she said, so basically she's like, I'm going to be gone for a couple weeks. Oh, okay. So she like packed like a suitcase. Um, she was like, I'm deucing it. Yeah. She's like, um, you can pack your shit up and then what, by the time you're gone, I'll, I'll come back. Okay. Cause like, I think Making she's probably it, just like, to make it easier. Face. yeah, <laughs> I would be too. Right. If I was getting divorced. Mm-hmm. Um, in the notes that he left on the windshield of her car, he expressed anger that she had just disappeared without signing uh, the refinancing paperwork for the house as he needed the money to make a down payment on his new home in Salt Lake. Hmm. Um, so if she wasn't planning to return until after he moved, like, why would he not get her to sign the paperwork first? Right. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Exactly. Um, so, and then also, even though he, she wasn't allegedly going to return until after the 24th, he proceeded to repaint the inside of the house, put it up for rent, took most of her stuff with her to Utah and he says that he was forced to put the house up for rent because she didn't find, sign the paperwork uh, but it turned out that he just he had signed the rental contract on June 7th when did she go missing? the 12th okay so okay there's a five day difference that's really weird yeah so it's like why are you planning on getting a tenant five days before your wife Disip- yeah okay red flag central mm-hmm um, so when he went to work on June 12th and 13th, he left early on both days from work because he said he wasn't feeling well. He never returned to work before he moved and took the next week and a half off because he said he needed time to pack his shit. Okay. Um, the Concord BART station parking lot was known for being packed on a typical workday, which I can fucking attest to. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, so 
Uh, to get to work at 9.30 in San Francisco, I'd have to l- get to Concord BART at 7.30. Damn. To, like, get there in time. and Because the, I had to, like, take the BART and then the bus yeah. to work. Um, there would be times I would get there at 7.30 and there was no parking. Oh, my god! Like, so I'd have to drive into work. Or uh, on a couple occasions, I actually drove back home because I, li- I lived, like, two miles away from the station. Yeah. Drive home and then, like, Uber or Lyft to BART. How annoying is that? So annoying. <laughs> wow. So, like, like, that station gets so fucking busy. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, the parking lot was packed. So, it's weird that, like, what are the odds that if she, she did move her car, that she would be able to find a parking spot right next to him? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's almost like they pulled up at the same time. Right. <laughs> um, so, her friends and family are very upset about the fact that her purse was just, like, left in the car. Um, yeah. Especially because she was agoraphobic. She made it. sure that all of her most, impor- most important personal effects were inside her purse whenever she went out in public so she would never have left it in her car okay like she had like that was like her safety blanket like she had the shit on her uh, all yeah. times um and then after also she was agoraphobic it's probably pretty not likely that she would go to a friend's house in the first place right exactly and that, that's actually something i was going to get to yeah. is if she was at agoraphobic one why is she taking public transit yeah no that would make your anxiety way worse yeah. it makes my anxiety bad and i'm not Same. agoraphobic <laughs> i know like there's been times so uh like I don't know if this is, like, weirdly TMI, but, like, I already take, like, anxiety medicine every day. Like, I've been prescribed, like, basically, like, not Xanax, but, like, something, like, milder. Yeah. For, like, situations if I get, like, public anxiety. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a thing. I don't think it's yeah. TMI at all. Yeah. Um, it's okay to take your meds, kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay to admit that you have anxiety, too. Yes. <laughs> Most uh, of us do. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, and so after she disappeared... Nothing ever happened to her bank accounts. Like, there, nothing no, ever yeah. went missing. And the cashier's check was left behind also in her friend's safety deposit box. Okay. So, so. she's not just visiting a friend, but she's probably mm-hmm. not alive anymore. Exactly. So, um, this uh, show, or this whole thing was also on an episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Mm-hmm. And it that first aired in november of 1987 so like two and a half years or so after After she went missing yeah a viewer tip directed investigators to a woman in colorado who got engaged to jewel six months after dotty went missing when jewel's fiance visited him at a christmas in 1985 he told her about his marriage to dotty and her disappearance so she became a little bit upset by this that she broke off the engagement and never saw jewel again dang jewel never mentioned the secret engagement whenever he was questioned by the police he acted like it never happened okay Uh, January of 1988, Concord PD received an anonymous handwritten letter postmarked from Gary, Indiana. It had claimed that Jewel had murdered Dottie by striking her with a tire iron in their garage and and buried her body under a birch tree in a remote area. It even contained a hand-drawn map to the alleged burial location. Years later, DNA testing was performed on saliva from the envelope flap and stamp and found that it had male characteristics. Hmm. A document examiner thought that the handwriting on the letter shared similarities with Jewel's handwriting, but neither the DNA or handwriting ever matched anybody, including Jewel. Yeah. Weird. In 1997, the Kaler's former next-door neighbor in Concord found a rusted meat cleaver with duct tape on the handle underneath some ivy on a fence next to his property. He recalled a conversation from around the time of the disappearance where Jewel advised him not to cut the ivy back because it would cause the fence to collapse. So, like, the ivy was, like, holding the fence up. Okay. Um, the neighbor also remembered Jewel pouring a concrete patio in his backyard shortly after the disappearance. Okay. 
In 2005, police performed a search of the Kaler's former residence, but found no evidence of foul play. Ground-penetrating radar detected some anomalies underneath the concrete patio, but nobody ever dug it up. Ugh. I know. It's so obvious. Um, he's always denied any involvement um, and says that she took off voluntarily to start a new life somewhere. No evidence has said Come anything otherwise. on. So, after this motherfucker moves to Utah. Right. So, that's kind of the end of the, like, original shit, right? Okay. Um, in, like, 2003 or 2004... This motherfucker uh, runs for state office for, like, the House of Representatives. Of course he does. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of stuff in Utah. Uh, there's a, there was several articles written about it. He's like, oh, like, this man was, like, kind of, like, questioned in his wife's disappearance, so he never got elected. But <laughs> Well, that's good. Right. Glad to hear that, at least. But, yeah, he's still alive, kicking. He lives in Utah. I don't know if this is weird. I found his Facebook page. <laughs> oh, my God. No way. It's very private. It's, it was kind of upsetting like i wanted to be really nosy but oh my gosh yeah but he's remarried now and lives in utah so they just is is her case open mm-hmm. it's she's just she's just, just a missing person she's on the doe network she's on um some other like missing persons websites okay like l- come on now a man like that is gonna take the easy way out i guarantee you like <sighs> dig up the concrete yeah put us all out of who owns that house if you listen dig up your concrete <laughs> i would love to know exactly like where they live because i i want to or like what the house is right like if i knew if i if i lived into moved into a house and the woman mysteriously disappeared and there were anomalies which you would know because you'd have people come with the ground penetrating right. rate so you would know they're in your house i would be like it. yeah dig my shit like, up dig it up i don't want that bad juju in my house no thank or you or my backyard well it's like when people like um build property over like those like indian burial grounds Ugh. and like shit like that like no no thank you no 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 <laughs> such bad juju yeah no no it's a big no no um so um if you know anything about Dottie Kaler or if you are Dottie Kaler right. <laughs> if you're still alive out there and you ran away just let That's, somebody know yeah. I mean <laughs> but I am, I'm gonna go ahead and say that I don't think that Agor- happened <laughs> uh, yeah especially if she's severely agoraphobic the likelihood that she's on the run is yeah really slim oh and then another like weird detail is that like when so when he like found her car and like saw her purse on the, like the like driver's side seat he like went into the car and like moved the purse like underneath the like passenger seat so like no one would like steal it or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. so it's like okay so now you're tampering with evidence yeah, that's just okay. Well then. <laughs> so yeah, that's my um, sketchy story. <laughs> well, I hope he gets his karma. I hope he will so too. One day, but I mean, it's always the husband. The uh, yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. Um. Okay. Well, I'm coming at you with another solved case. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um. Don't be sorry. <laughs> it's intriguing though, and uh, yeah. So. Um, this is in, takes place in the 90s in Lake Tahoe. Okay. Okay. So, um, a few months before July 1987, 27-year-old Bryn Rainey, she moved to Lake Tahoe from Ohio. She had visited Tahoe with her brother and sister-in-law, oh, for their wedding, for, um, and it's beautiful if you move, go to, you know, Lake Tahoe. Oh, I love Tahoe. Like, if it wasn't so expensive, I'd live there. Uh, yeah. It's, I mean, like, shit, like, even a weekend there is, like, not cheap. No, we were going to go, and we yeah. ended up realizing we would spend, like, $700 for, for two a days. weekend, and we were like, no. <laughs> well, I mean, like, shit, like, even, like, my bachelorette party was, like, not cheap to, like, yeah. plan up there, and we were there for, I'm like, two sure. days. Yeah, me and, well, and Audrey, um, Audrey is always usually involved in our, 
are planning. Yeah. Shout out again, Audrey. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's expensive. It's mm-hmm. so fun to go up there. But oh yeah, it's a blast. Yeah. But uh, you get you pay for. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, she loved the area. Decided to move there. Um, she initially found a job as a motel maid, but um, she quit when she got a job as a kino girl in the Sahara Tahoe Casino, which I'm not sure which casino that is now. Uh, yeah, I'm not familiar. I don't think they have that one there. But it's probably just been like renamed. I'm sure it has because they they do that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, and for those of you who have never been, the casinos are only on the t- the Nevada side of state line, Lake Tahoe, because California you can't have casinos unless they're on an Indian reservation. Yes. So, I like uh, how you circled right back to the Indian thing. <laughs> you know, it's a talent. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Segways. <laughs> um, so, so her friend said that she would normally take the bus or hitchhike to work, you know, 90s. Such bad times for... Jesus Christ. I can't... <sighs> mm-mm, mm-mm. So, Never hitchhike. <laughs> no, for real. Um, uh, Bryn was running early for her 2 a.m. shift, so she decided to stop at the Bitter Creek Saloon. It was nearby the Sahara Casino. I want to look up what the Sahara was. Yeah, please do. Um, the bartender remembers seeing her. She was regular. He didn't notice her leave with anybody or speak with anybody. But she n- never showed up for her 2 a.m. shift at the casino. Um, and for the next month, she was just gone. Like, nobody knew where she was. Um, nothing had been touched in her apartment. The police were like, we have no idea where she is. Um, it is now the Hard Rock. Oh, okay. So we've been there. We have been there. Together. We, <laughs> we went on a... We actually started our pub crawl for Jamie's bachelor party there. Yeah. It was pretty fun times. God, that was that was a fun night. Yeah. I Well, I mean, until uh, <laughs> until you threw up everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Oops. <laughs> well, were you there when uh, we like lost Alina? Yes. But I stayed. I didn't go with you to look for her. <laughs> I stayed and I was drinking and I was dancing. Well, uh, maybe if you had stopped drinking, <laughs> you wouldn't have ended up in the toilet all night. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I regretted it the next day, and that makes you feel better. I know. Um, <laughs> I get this text from Justin and Audrey. They're like, we took turns alternating we throwing up in the toilet all night. Our plan was that we, you guys left to find Alina, and then yeah. you left mm-hmm. to go back to your cabin. And yep. Audrey and I were staying separate from you guys because mm-hmm. we decided to come kind of like later it on. It was like last minute. Yeah. yeah. So um, our intention was to meet them at the cabin. And then it was just, there was no way we were going to be able to Uber to you without throwing up everywhere. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> so, yes. It was a fun night, though. It was a blast. Yeah. Um, Good shit. Whew. Anyways. So, yes. We have been to the Hard Rock. Um, it's pretty fun down there. If you guys really go to Tahoe, it's so fun. Yeah. Um, okay. So, August 20th, about a month after she went missing, um, a horseback rider at the State Line Stables noticed what looked like a shallow grave. So, they called the police. They found Bryn's decomposed body. Oh, no. Her purse was with, like, nearby her. Um, based on forensic evidence, the pathologist um, said she had likely been sexually assaulted and then strangled to death. Oh, God. Yes. So, um, then, another girl, two years later... 16-year-old Carol Anderson went missing from her home in State Line, Nevada. So it's... On the other side of the border. Yes. Um, She went to go enjoy her day at Reagan Beach with her friends. Her sister said her mom rarely let Carol go alone places because she had suffered from epilepsy. Oh, God. That's so sad. But she... Her mom decided to let her go that day. Um, So this is... 
the police, I don't think, really connected these two cases, but they are they are connected. Oh. Yes. Um, so, yeah, 16 goes missing. Later in the day, after the she was at the beach, she hitched a ride with her friends to a house party near Heavenly Ski Resort. Um, her friends kind of were leaving the party, and she was like, no, I'm going to stay, I'm going to stay, I'm going to stay. Um, and then the last time anyone... Famous last words. Yeah. The last time anyone saw her was 11:30 p.m. and then they they don't know how she left they don't know how she got home nobody ever like nobody saw her but she wasn't missing for that long she wasn't missing long like Bryn was right um the next morning there was a report of a body on sundown trail there was no attempt made to conceal the body like it had been done with Bryn's probably because it was already dark outside yes yeah, so I was like here just, yeah, yeah. Uh, she had ligature marks on her wrist, and like Bryn, she had been strangled to death. But both cases went cold. So this is, uh, um, Bryn went missing in 97, and then Carol went missing in 99. That's a pretty, pretty big gap. Yes. So, then, investigators found blood that they thought was a suspect on Bryn's shirt. Um, and DNA from her body, but, you know, there's, it's expensive to do DNA in the 90s. Oh, totally. It's not necessarily the first thing they're going to go for. They didn't just, they didn't tie the two cases together until 2017 when they tested the DNA and realized that they matched each other from both cases. Because there was DNA on Carol, too. And they matched the same person. They matched the same person. That's So then they're thinking, wow, these cases are connected. So... I mean, actually, there there was a lot of young women who were murdered in, or missing in Tahoe around the time, so it, it makes sense that they wouldn't have immediately connected. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, to be fair, like, Reno-Tahoe area isn't, like, I mean, like, South Lake Tahoe is, like, really nice and, like, bougie. Yeah. But, like, the closer you get to, like, Reno State Line area, it's Yeah, I mean, little, and people come and people go. It's kind of yeah. like Las Vegas. Yeah, it's like I mean, mini it's Vegas. Smaller, but and you know not as yeah, and the you know, casinos like sometimes the people are seedy, right. weird. Yeah, so a lot of drinking, drugs. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's not irregular that that would happen. Yeah, and probably around then there was like a lot of like weird like you know runaways and stuff like that too. I would imagine of yeah. you know probably like you know late teen, early twenties girls that are like, oh, I'm just gonna go start any life in fucking Nevada or yep. like whatever. Yeah. So exactly. Um, in February of this year. We're coming back at you with some forensic genealogy. Oh. <laughs> so the El Dorado County um, identified a suspect through submitting the DNA that they had for the cases to, you know, those various databases. They identified Joseph Holt, born in 1947. He was from the Bay Area, attended UC Berkeley. The police said he was never on the radar as somebody who would have committed right. these crimes. He wasn't even a suspect. Um, he worked in real estate in the Tahoe area, but and he lived less than two miles from where Brandon Carroll's bodies had been found. Um, he, like, I guess had gone back and forth between Tahoe and the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they submitted the DNA cases they had, or the DNA from these two cases. It led to his Joseph Holt's biological son. The son agreed to assist in the investigation, gave his DNA uh, and his own DNA and his dad's DNA from an old toothbrush. Uh, that he, for him. he happened to have. So he cooperated. The samples matched the two crime scenes. The investigators served a search warrant to um, for Holt's remaining personal effects because he was dead at this time. So God, that's annoying. Yep. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so they served the search warrant. They found a 1975 news article about a unsolved Los Gatos shooting, the, um, which they believe he was involved in. Um, because he involved, he was known to frequent the Los Gatos area. Mm-hmm. The victim survived, though he didn't die. If you compare the sketch the victim gave, like to the sketch artist of Joseph Holt and the shooter, they're identical. Like you can go, Shit. we'll post it because I, when I looked at it, I was thinking, wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, Joseph Holt died five years ago from a heart attack. So, at, but at least the you know families of the victims know who did it. And the police are actually still investigating him because they believe he was involved in other cases. Which I mean, I bet he was. I'm sure he was. And especially if he's, A, going around strangling girls, I highly doubt he's going to murder one and then wait two years and murder another. No, and like that's kind of what I was like, kind of getting at earlier. And I was like, oh, it's kind of a big gap. Like, yeah. yeah. There's definitely probably ones in between. That's and probably thinking. before and probably after. And who knows, in between Little Bay Area and Tahoe, it's a pretty big stretch. So. Uh, yeah, it's a good, I mean, three-hour drive. Yeah. Um, and if you're, he's also going around shooting people, like, random. Right, yeah, and that one's, like, weird, because, like, the MO is, like, completely different. Like, it was a dude. Yeah, I, I believe so. I'm not sure. I don't remember. But But either way. Yeah. I mean, like. I don't think there's a lot of info about the victim, because they survived. Right. Well, I think about that is, like, going from strangling somebody like that's so personal it's very personal you know, it's shooting like stat- shooting is more impersonal yeah i mean if you read mindhunter or like any of those books by i cannot remember his name I think, john douglas yeah he he goes into things like that and normally you know kill especially serial killers use the same mo mm-hmm. they're not it's it's a it's a it's not just convenience for them it's what makes them i guess want to kill or get off on killing people so it is unusual that he would go from like strangling a girl and sexually assaulting them because that's very specific to shooting somebody yeah like so i don't know if maybe maybe he was trying to kidnap somebody and i don't know maybe something just like went wrong yeah so you, you never know but i'm sure there's more crimes he was involved in and at least now they have his dna so they can you know they start can, testing things against it now yeah but that's fucking crazy yeah so i saw that and i'm just so interested in the forensic genealogy cases because mm-hmm. it's so, such a new thing and uh i mean it's really cool it is so cool mm-hmm. and i'm wondering how it's it's going to evolve considering the like the legalities of it that yeah. could be potentially i noted i noticed um an article one of the websites that the police use is called Jedmatch. Oh, I've heard um, of that, yeah. So you can, like, submit your DNA on there, and now you have to opt in to make your DNA available to law enforcement, whereas before it was just automatically, you upload it, it's available. Oh. Police can, you know, do their thing. But now you have to, if you upload it, you have to opt into it. So if that's something you're interested in, do that, because I would want to know. I think we've talked yeah. about this before. If I was related to somebody who killed somebody... I would want to know. Yeah. Like, I, I don't care if it's my if it's my uncle or my mom or my dad or whatever. Right. It's you like, want to know. And that's like, I give this guy kudos, the son, because yeah, like, that's, that's so hard. It, it cannot be easy to tarnish the memory of you have of your dad by thinking he could be capable of killing. Well, and, I mean, it reminds me of the one that you did last week where you were, you know, that guy's wife was like, hey, look, you right. know, I think that he's involved. But, you know, sometimes as well as you think you know people, you don't. Like, no. and it doesn't mean that. They don't love you or you don't love them and it, you know but you i would want to know 
Uh, oh, yeah, a thousand percent. So, yes. If you're one of those people, go upload your DNA. Yeah, I, I want to do one often. of those, like, 23andMe or whatever. Me too. But I also have a really hard time, like, justifying $100 for it. I know same i asked for it for my birthday but then i ended up asking for something else yeah um but if anyone wants to give me a christmas present or a birthday present (laughs) (laughs) yeah um you can um send those to us (laughs) or um i think there's one at target now give us some target gift cards (laughs) i'm always fine with target gift cards (laughs) so but they're actually on sale at target like semi-recently like for like 60 bucks and i was like oh that's not as bad they do have pretty regular sales i think i got my mom one because she really wanted to Mm -hmm. do it from ancestry so i got her one on sale it was like 50 bucks yeah um my dad and zach actually both did one Mm -hmm. because um zach's dad's adopted oh okay yeah and so Zach's like, I don't know what the fuck I am. Yeah. At least well, on, like, his dad's side. He right. knew his mom was, like, uh, Native American and Irish. But, uh-huh. like, he found out, like, he was, like, Greek and, like, all this other oh, shit. Oh, cool. It's, it's so really wild. Cool. Yeah. My cousins, I have a lot of family who've done them, so I have a pretty, like, solid idea of what mine would come back as. Yeah. But, you know, it's just so It's still fun. I want to do it for myself. Me too. And, like, yeah. my dad, like I said, he did his. And, like, it turns out, like, my dad's, like, 1% Chinese. Ah. No way. Yeah. Uh, so I am one half of 1% Chinese. <laughs> one half of 1%. <laughs> Did we math that right? Uh, sure. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm sure that's how it works. Oh, geez. But yeah, if you, you know, and that brings me to a good point. If you have any interesting stories from like family <sighs> secrets coming out or you found out you're related to a serial killer from your DNA stuff, Please let us know. Yeah, send us, us a story, whatever. We'll read it, or if you want, or we don't have to read it on air if you don't want. But we want to know. Yeah, because uh, we are whores for this kind of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I completely know people who have done those and have found out some, like, family secrets. Not, like, anybody's – nobody's a killer or anything. But, right. you know, like – like, some crazy shit. Yeah, that you just – you wouldn't know. Well, like, so one of my um, – old bosses uh i was having dinner with her and her boyfriend a couple months ago i think i might have told you about this mm-hmm. um it was right before we started the podcast mm-hmm. and you and i were texting and i was like oh sorry I like if i'm being rude like i'm texting my podcast co-host we're trying to it was when we were trying to like suss out the first day we were to record yeah and then she was like oh it's a podcast about and mind you yeah you did she <laughs> yeah yeah she uh was an administrator at a christian school uh-huh and so i was like uh, murder. murder. <laughs> yeah. Cuss words and murder. Literally. And then she was like, oh, did I ever tell you that, like, one of my friends in college, dad, uh, was um, acquitted for murdering somebody? And I was like, what the fuck? Yes. <laughs> uh, Everybody has a story. Yeah. We want to hear yours. So um, I actually do want to do some digging into that and get some a story from her if I can. You should. Because I did, like, a very brief Google, like, while we were at the dinner table. It's yeah. wild. Yeah. Because it's technically still unsolved because the guy was acquitted. Yeah. So. That's crazy. Fucking bananas. You should do it. Yeah. So, um, anyways, um, on that note, do you have anything fun you want to share about? Reading, watching, listening to anything good? Um, like I said, uh, Exhibit Exhibit A is the most, Recent thing. Recent thing. Oh. Um, so, spoiler alert, we are going to be doing a screen recap probably within the next few weeks on Paradise Lost yeah, so and The Devil's it. Not. I don't know if we've mentioned that before. I don't think we I'm have. Like, guys, I'm having a hard time watching it. I'm not going to lie to you. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, <laughs> it's interesting. It's very interesting. Um, I So I watched the first two parts of it. It's goddamn crazy. Yeah. Um, and I also watched a, like, just like a 
regular movie that's based on it has Reese Witherspoon in it. It's called The Devil's Knot. Love her. Yeah, that movie is really good. It's really well done. Maybe I'll start with that. You should. Okay. (laughs) I could get it. Um, I think it's pretty like accurate too. Okay. Um, oh, if you and if you want to watch Devil's Knot's on Netflix and the Paradise Lost is all on Hulu, but you have to have the HBO add-on. Yes. So if you have like HBO Now or whatever the shit it's called, or HBO Go, there's two. Yeah. Uh, If if you're subscribed to HBO in any capacity, you can probably watch it. There's three parts. Um, like I said, I've watched the first two. I'm going to watch the third one at some point this week. Um, but yeah, I can't make it through the first one. So I'm just going to skip on to the second one. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I guess trigger warning or whatever. There's a lot of yeah. crime scene footage and it's very graphic. That's I, and it's about kids. Yeah, so it's, I, I started watching the first one and I texted her and I said, is this actual? And I was like, uh, footage yeah. because you see, yeah, it's very graphic. Um, and actually, the winner of our giveaway, uh, Jalen, yeah, uh, got the not the book, book the Devil's Knot. Yeah. yeah, so very interesting. I haven't read the book. I haven't either. Um, but I mean, I might check it out. Yeah. After all this, but yeah, very interesting shit. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, I'm not really. Um, I actually am watching Mindhunter. I've watched it already, uh, um, on Netflix, and that's a really good show. It's based off of the book Mindhunter by John Douglas, who kind of was oh, yeah, yeah, started yeah. the FBI behavioral analysis unit. Oh, so cool. Kind of like Criminal Minds, but in real life. And yeah, so I, th- I read the book and then the Netflix show came out, what, like two years ago? And I was, yeah. I was stoked. So I watched it two years ago and I'm rewatching it now because they're coming out with the second season. Ooh. So. I have to give that a go. I, I think it's been good. on my like watch list. I just haven't gotten around to it. It is so good. Like I was pretty surprised and they try to follow the books pretty accurately. Okay. Um, so a lot of the cases that John Douglas met mentions in the book are cases that they kind of redo in the show yeah because I think I was listening to something maybe it was true crime garage and they talked to the guy that played I think Ed Kemper he did such a good job yeah I mean incredible if you listen to the real Ed Kemper give interviews or whatever and right. then you he he looks like him he talks like he did a really yeah, they were talking good job about, yeah they, they, they interviewed him and like did a like a whole piece on it. it's actually a good episode you should listen to it okay. I know you don't like love them yeah, but I'll give it a yeah. whirl. It's been a while, anyway. So yeah, so yeah, that's it from us. I, I guess give those week. a watch. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna go eat some lunch and then keep recording. So hell yeah, because <laughs> we're recording extras for you in case I go into labor early. <laughs> uh, which uh, you know, knock on wood, that doesn't happen. I don't want to will that into being. But like, I mean, uh, a little early would be fine. Anytime is starting in August. You're, She'll be. You're just, just so she's, fucking over it. She's like. As of August, like, first, she'll be technically full-term. Because it's, like, what, 37, 37 weeks? weeks? Yeah. She can come out, and then we're good. So, yeah, <laughs> four more weeks. You got this. <laughs> I say that, and then my husband goes, yep, 12 weeks to go. And I'm like, don't wish that on me. <laughs> but anyways, we're, we're recording some extras for you guys, so there's no lapse in podcasting. Again. <laughs> yes, sorry. Whoops. <laughs> are dead yeah anyways on that note we will catch you next week bye bye